Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm Matt. I'm with Matt. That's right. And it's the Matts today. Once again. Once again. And if you're wondering where everybody else is... I think there was a horrible accident and they all died. They're all dead. While listening to the Top 5 of Death. Fro slowly dying of the flu. A confirmed flu. Really? Yeah. It's not not just like he feels like he has the flu? Nope. He has a doctor-confirmed influenza B. Coronavirus. He's he's patient zero for the U.S. (laughs) He ordered a an extra bride from China, <laughs> and she came packed with coronavirus. Yeah. There's just bottles and limes That's everywhere. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, BWK is busy. I don't uh, probably doing something. <laughs> and DJ is trading for a strongman competition. I don't believe you. You know what's funny is, I, this is too bad. I I can't test him on this, and I would fucking love to, but he's he said he's he claims that he's like a magnificent arm wrestler. Really? Yeah. And I've heard of like people who like are just good at arm wrestling who not, aren't even like physically imposing. Because DJ, handsome guy, right. not physically imposing, but he and like also DJ very rarely like um he doesn't boast out of school. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say things that he can't traditionally back up or know what the fuck he's talking about. He's not like me. I'll I'll fake it till I make it. <laughs> Usually it works out pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, you can't be beaten in anything that is a competition. <laughs> That's true. I'm <laughs> invincible, <laughs> including arm wrestling, but I can't test it because I think my shoulder will dislocate. Yeah, you'd lose it. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just, I'd love to see, I, I want to watch, you know what, I'll have to get Fro to arm wrestling. Not that I think Fro's good at arm wrestling, but. I don't know. He's my little, my little puppet. What about? Can't you like have your wife sub in for you? I bet she's pretty good. I'll wait till she's more pregnant, so she has that pregnancy <laughs> strength. Because then she could probably mop the floor with him. Pregnancy. I'll just be like, "Oh, your your child's under a car. Your child's under a car," and she'll rip DJ's arm right off of him. You ever hear those stories? Yeah, that's great. Um, did you listen to last week's episode at all? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, we had uh, we had Joey Numbers on from Wrestling Soup. Uh, just me and him went two and a half hours. Holy shit. Yeah, we... So we, now we have something to beat. Yeah, <laughs> this one will be even longer than that. We didn't get to the list until 58 minutes into the show. I did read that on the group <laughs> that you guys were talking about that, and I was like, whoa. Um, I mean, it was a great conversation, and he 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 just he's a good person to talk to. I think me and him are going to do a uh, on the Make Fun Network present show. I think we're going to do a monthly show, just me and him. That sounds like fun. Um, and if Because pe- some people really liked it, others, other people not so much, and that's fine. That's fine. You can't please everybody. That's true. And today we're definitely not going to. No, I think a lot of people are going to be like, what? What? You didn't pay this one? <laughs> That's my general impression of all of you. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> but if you're Angela Willingham, you're more like, oh, great. I'm Angela Willingham. I wear a fedora. <laughs> I'm also my husband. <laughs> she might be a top five t- fun butt. Uh, she used to be. She's fallen out of grace with me because of her. Wow. Uh, for somebody out of favor. who, for somebody who might get mentioned on this week's episode, her uh, the detesting uh, comments about them. 
Wow. Matt, what have you been up to? Well, so recently we had a conversation on one of the shows about cars. Yeah, the movie? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about, you know, Fro was having problems with his car, yeah. and then we made a joke about how I, like, drive a little you drive, big, yeah, a you child's drive car. An Urkelmobile. Urkelmobile. Yeah. And and then there was some com- conversation on the uh, on the network there about like they people were surprised at the car that I drove. So I bought a new car, Matt. You bought a new car? I bought a new car because of what we said. I mean, <laughs> no, it might have been time, right? No, just say it was because of us. Tell us, admit that we peer pressured you into a major purchase. <laughs> Wait, so, did you buy an even smaller car? No. Oh, okay. No, uh, I bought a Tesla. You bought a Tesla. I bought a Tesla. No shit. Yeah. I was, you know, I almost was like, you know what? Next car I get, I might consider getting a Tesla. You know what I want? I want that fucking truck. That fucking cyber truck? That's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like, I love the idea that it's just, you know, the other cars are like, they just look like regular cars except Teslas, right? right this right. one, they're like, fuck it. Let's just, what if we can just do whatever the hell we want? Right. And, and that's a cool idea. And I'm kind of, I, I kind of genuinely like it. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know what it is? It's, just, it's my comic book sci-fi boyness. It looks like it, it could be in Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> so you bought, us, you bought a Tesla, huh? Yeah. Have, have you made it dance yet? Made it dance yet. Yeah, there's so many things. Yeah, I, know, I know there's a lot of Easter eggs and stuff. So um, when you order a Tesla, it's, um, you know, you're on a seven to 10 week waiting period. For what? For them to build it. No, <laughs> just so, have them friggin'. That's how long it takes to 3D print a Tesla. Yeah, apparently. So uh, I'm still. Uh, oh, you don't have it. I'm still about four weeks out from wow. delivery. So what model did you get? I got the Model Three. Okay. And uh, why did you get it? Why did I get a Tesla, or why did I get the Model Three? Both. Uh, so I got a Tesla because I was thinking, okay, if I'm gonna buy a new car, I want, I wanted to do, let's say, like I want to do an electric car. That'd be fucking awesome. That's it's 2020. Let's do it. And um. Honestly, I think they look very cool, and the inside with the giant 15-inch touchscreen is fucking cool. Yeah. It's uh, funny that you mentioned that, because did you hear BWK? He just bought a new car. Yeah. He bought a new Prius, and it has like an, it has a, a, like an 11-inch touchscreen. Yeah. But uh, I guess the UI is fucking poor. poor. He, he does not like the car that he bought. Oh, no. Yeah, because like he was telling me things like, uh, it's not intuitive at all. Like You have to go into a men... You have to go, go into something... To get to like the uh, the fan controls, it's not displayed. It's not just there. Yeah, you have oh, to like go into a menu to get to it. I mean, with the Tesla, you can control that with your phone if you want to. Your mind, I'm assuming. Well, yeah. Um, and uh, so you know, we did a test drive, and the guy showed us around all the stuff, and yeah, it was it, it's fucking wild. Um, some of the auto like autopilot stuff. Does it come and pick you up? So you have to pay seven thousand dollars for the full autonomous features which is comes pick you up uh auto park and then uh auto drive on city roads honestly that's not a lot of money for that. no seven thousand dollars is not a lot of money because uh, you'd be you know you pay more than seven thousand dollars to pay a guy to do it for you right no shit yeah um Hey-o! but what what it comes with the autopilot is uh autopilot on like the highway and it will keep you in your lane yeah it will keep you at a good distance between you and the person in front of you up to a maximum speed that you set. So if they slow down, you slow down automatically. Yeah. Uh, so you you have to keep your hand on the steering wheel or it will think that you're asleep. Um, what but that's the all, fuck? But that's all you got to do. 
I don't know. I don't want to do that. It's wild. Um, I, I don't want to do that. And uh, I mean, I understand why, but yeah. I want to take a fucking nap. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean you can you have to you pay the the smallest amount of attention to it like because you don't have to slow down or speed up because you know normally cruise control like if the guy in front of you slows down you got to be paying attention to slow down you don't have to you just crash into him it's true um and you got to like keep in your lane but you don't have to do that it keeps you in the lane huh uh it does it works in traffic did you get did you get the uh, automate automation features? So I got this stuff, this that I got, the autopilot that I just the highway driving, but I didn't get the uh, You didn't get the pick you up thing? The pick me up thing. That's but a, but I can upgrade it's a software update. I was just about to say, yeah, you must be able to at a later date. Yep. Yeah. So if I decide, okay, I really want this. And no oil changes, right? Yeah, never oil change again. Wild. And you know, you open up the front and there's no engine. It's just a front trunk. <laughs> Frunk. And then there's a back <laughs> trunk. Uh it's yeah, it's pretty wild. Wow, what color did you get? Uh, I got the the like shiny white. I don't like white cars. Typically. Shiny white. Yeah, it's like a pearl versus just like a traditional white car. Yeah. Um, uh, because we were talking about like resale value with the guy, and he was like, "Well, you know, the white's got a good resale value, and the white doesn't, um, you know, like sh- like scratches just don't show up on the white." All right. Well, uh, I'll I'll scratch it for you. Thank we'll, you. We'll test it out. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll we'll turts it. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Bought a Tesla. Yep. Calvin got a job. <laughs> That's wild. Wild ass shit. Can't wait to roll up to your house in my 6'4". 6'4"? Oh, my Tesla. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, to hack it. And you know what I won't be able to do is like sit outside and rev my engine. You don't so have you one. know that I'm here because I don't have one. It's silence. Wait, was Matt here? He's like, he's been here for two hours. <laughs> he's just sitting outside in silence. Um, What about you? What have you been up to? Fucking jobs, man. Yeah, interviewing. Dude, it's in... It's... All right. I'll preface everything I'm about to say with, I am very grateful, and this is a good problem to have. Yeah. Very aware. But I, you're right. What you It's freaking exhausting. Yeah. Um, I'm like... I have... I'm in like seven, eight interview processes, and I have like four more initial calls next week. And you gotta, you're just constantly talking about yourself, saying the same things, answering the same questions. Yes, all the time. Yeah. All but, the time. You know, on the flip side, you'll probably get pretty good at it, like figuring out, okay. No, that's <laughs> the thing. At this point, I'm a fucking ace. <laughs> yes. Now when I get in the interviews, I'm like, yep, mm-hmm, this and that. And here's the answer <laughs> you're looking for. And here's here's a concise way that I've whittled it down. It's like my type five for a stand-up set. I've, I've worked out the words that don't work. Yeah. And I've just, I just pitch them out. Um, as someone who does interview people, that's kind of what I look for too, is like, okay, can you concisely answer this question and give me the answer that I want to hear? Right. And, uh, and you know, afterwards I'll go and like review the interview and be like, okay, he said this, but I really wanted this. Something that I see often when interviewing like entry level people is I'll have to like pull the answer out of them. Mm. Uh, you know, I ask, you know, I'm asking like customer service questions and, you know, I'll, I'll ask, uh, Tell me about a customer service experience with you as the customer that left an impact on you positively or negatively. And 50% of the time, what? they will not understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not hard because they just get in interview mode and I have to be like, all right, but like, what about like, I don't know, maybe you go to the store or you, you call Comcast is the most common one that yeah, I get. Yeah, you and shouldn't then, have to feed that yeah, to the tough. person. Uh, but no, it, it's been good. One of uh, one of the interview processes I'm, I'm in... Uh, is for uh, Amazon. No shit. 
Yeah, and that's like it's 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 good. But then there's this other company that like I kind of really like, and yeah. I really like the guy that I I I spoke with, and um, it's one of those things where like I have I'm I'm very much trying to not do the thing that I do all the time, whereas like just get the best of something because it's objectively the best versus is it the best for me? Yeah. That's what I'm avoiding. And it's hard because like I do like that other company. I'll probably make a, a like a little less money and I won't have the the notoriety of like working at Amazon. Right. Especially moving forward. Um, but I also, I'm just like the Amazon job thing is like a very long process and this company's probably gonna if, if they go with me they're gonna make me an offer well let me ask you this this is this is a situation i'm in i got a couple of different uh interview processes going on i think i have a good hope about this one company that i do like and i do think uh if they do make me an offer it's gonna be soon mm-hmm. how do i handle like i don't want to like like jump into something and then like two weeks later they're like up oh, here's a something better or something like that I mean, it's just kind of like you do what you do what you do. Yeah, there's de- always the chance of that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that sucks, but um, but you know, two weeks you get in. If you get in there, you can realize if it's actually what you think it is, and then when the other thing comes along, yeah, you're like, oh no, actually, like now that I'm in this, I think that you know it'll be long term. I'll enjoy it more and want to pull out what little hair you have left less. Put some on the front. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's like, it's been my whole, it's consuming my life because I have to like prep for these interviews and do my own research on these companies. So as I seem interested and invested, yeah, like, oh, cool. Yeah. You got to feel like they got to feel like that, you know what the company is and that you want to, when I, when I give people advice that are interviewing internally, I tell them, uh, every job solves a problem and you have to sit, show that interviewer that you are in love with solving the problem. Yeah. Um, because, you know, especially in internal jobs, when you're going from an internal promotions, like there are a shitload of other people at this company that are just as qualified as you that know everything. Um, so you have to show like that this is the one that you want. This is the job that you want. This is this problem that you want to solve. Right. We are always looking for that. Yeah. So that's just, that's been me, but like, so there's your interview advice this week. Good. <laughs> Top five of death. Great. Do that. So love to solve the problem, but, I don't know. All these jobs I'm interviewing for uh, are insane. <laughs> insane. They're insane. But that's what I went. That's what I. That's what I work towards. Yeah, so. you're kind of an insane guy. What's the? Uh, what are we talking about this week? I don't know. I forgot. All I can think about is job interviews. <laughs> uh, no, this week we're talking about top five solos. solos. This was actually this was suggested to us. Does it? Does it? Um, actually, if we look in, can you look and see who suggest, suggested it? Because it's in the. Uh, it's in the group. Uh, we pulled this one from. Uh, the the topic of death.com. If you want to submit a topic uh, that you want to hear on the show, you can go to topicofdeath.com and you can submit the topic there. Did you know that, Matt? Did you know I, you that? You know what? To be fair, I did not know that. You didn't know that? Uh, it doesn't have a person. It should. It doesn't. I'll, I'll get it by the end of the episode while Matt's rambling on or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously looking at it, and uh, there's nothing under first submitted, fun but oh, submitted, total then, submitted. Then whoever did that didn't leave their name, and yeah. that's fine. You don't have to, but whoever you are, this one's for you. Uh, yeah, so we're doing this one, and me and Matt, we both play guitar. Matt plays a lot. A lot more than I do. I was thinking the other day, I was like, I don't play at all. I haven't sat down with a guitar 
in an amp in a very long time. Do you have an amp at the house? No. Well, I was actually thinking about buying one. Hmm. I was considering getting like a little pla- a little practice amp. A little little cube? Mm-hmm. Something. I just don't know what. Maybe a Line 6? The, just the, for the sake of the built-in. The Insane. The Insane? That's one of the, the, on the old Line 6s, that was one of the Oh, settings. yeah. Insane. <laughs> yeah. But I also like pedals. I also I, I might just get something else in like a metal zone. I love that metal zone. I know you do. I I'm probably so fucking out of date, but I'm like, dude, just get a metal zone. <laughs> get a fucking. No, new they, Boss came out with the metal zone Wazacraft, which is like a the fuck is that? So they did a line of like uh, they're like Japanese boutique versions of their most popular pedals, and it's so it's like the metal zone that you know and love with like more bonus features because it's so sick. Really. Yeah, it's huh. like MT2W, the Metal Zone Wazacraft. Wow. Maybe I'll have to check it out. I don't know, but it is something I wanted to get back into. Um, just, I don't know. I just, I used to love playing guitar. I still like playing guitar, but like before, like you couldn't get the fucking guitar away from me. That's how I, you know, I learned and, and got to be the virtuoso that I once was. Yeah, and I would say like I may play guitar more regularly than you, but you're the guitar solo guy more than I've ever been. I yeah, I, I am a I do like the solos. I do like the limelight. I like the the squealies and the dealies. The chug chug wheelies. I like the wheelie wees. I like the tippity taps. You do um, like the tippity taps. And then I watch like these new videos and people are just like now people are like I don't know punching the back of the they're doing <laughs> shit that's like like physically manipulating the gu- like the gu- the guitar. And I'm like. Ah, that's cool. I I don't know. And also, I'm gonna sound, you ready for me to sound like an old fogey. Please. I don't. I I've never. I mean, I've played one once, but I cannot get into these fucking like eight, eight strings, eight strings, seven no strings. Way. I don't know why. To me, it's just like it's it's a bit pretentious. I kind of I'm not into it. I don't care. Give me the six strings. That's what the guitar is. That's what it's been forever. I know, but I don't need to hear fucking do 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 do. <laughs> they gotta gent it out yeah no i'm also gent what the fuck is that <laughs> the fuck is that gent, 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 gent. Get, uh, get out of here not into it uh, i mean i like the sound i just i feel like that sound's been around for a lot longer than it was called gent yeah sugar. man it was cool then they had to call it gent <laughs> you don't need some fucking berkeley kid being like it's gent <laughs> it's called gent <laughs> fuck out of my face if you can't tell <laughs> we have a very heavily opinion uh opinionated episode on this uh but yeah guitar solos so you just mentioned that you're not a solo player but you like guitar solos i love guitar solos you love them i love them i love a good guitar solo i love listening to them but i don't like a like a steve Vai. um not that steve steve is a great player but I like a guitar solo in the context of a song. I like what a guitar solo can do to a song. It ups the musicianship. It brings the song from point A to point B. It like adds a level of excitement to a great song. I hear you. And I think that that's kind of the criteria that I went and chose. And also it like allows for an interesting level of like creativity and um, like doing something new and interesting. And I tried to choose guitar solos that, that uh, were exciting to me for that as well. Okay. So top five guitar solos. Who wants to start? You can start. All right. So I'm coming out the gate. I'm just going right into it because I I genuinely love this. Recent gu- searches. Guitar sexy solo. songs. <laughs> yeah. Why did I need that? Sexy songs. What's <laughs> And then typo negative. All typo negative songs are sexy songs. Oh, the, like, these are all 
from this computer and these are only searches i do for top five <laughs> <laughs> so we got into the unknown because remember i was trying to get bwk to sing that <laughs> typo negative naglefar we were talking about that yeah and the uh, fat boys yes yeah dude fat boys rules but i'm going my number five is eruption from van halen man what a fucking solo it's and to your point of like what a solo can do for a song i i agree with you i agree with you on steve Vai. I, I agree with you on fucking all those people. Yeah, because they're like play the you know technique for just technique's sake. Yeah, and I and I love technique. Yeah, I love it. It's like my my go to thing, and I do listen to it, and I like it, and I appreciate it, and I like some Steve Vai stuff, but I'm not. It's not my go to. I'm yeah. not going to a Steve Vai concert. Um, I loved him in um Crossroads when he played the devil's guitar player that was sick i actually learned that solo of course i loved it it was fucking awesome doesn't he do the the guitar solos in um bill and ted uh i don't know probably i think that he does um but my number five is eruption and this is the song is just a guitar guitar solo but it's cool but at the same time it gets you started for you really got me it like gets you ready for okay this is van halen that's true this is what van halen's all about you really got me. Yeah. So I'll hear a little, a little tip, a little tip for tat on the big boy. <laughs> so forth and it goes on from there and oh you gotta, that's you gotta get to the best part oh what it's it's right after this it's the the like famous two hand tapping part it's like right the next section that's yeah, right there yeah here we Taparoo. Fucking so good. <laughs> That's the only part of that I can play. It's like just the first like five seconds of that song. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, song rips, dude. Song rips, brother. Um, and also, you fucking voted on this motherfucker, you pieces of shit. <laughs> you pieces of shit. You hear how fucking clean those trills were? Not some fucking... Lazy ass, I'm gonna fucking take a, I'm gonna take a bow from a violin. <laughs> I'm gonna drag it on the strings of a guitar, kinda. I'm gonna be sloppy about it, and people gonna think I'm great. Just so you know, it was very close to Stairway being my number five. Ugh. <laughs> For what? <laughs> you should you pick the original guy who wrote it. St- not the solo though. This the solo in Stairway is so melodic, so instantly recognizable. Uh, and like really bridges the sections of the song. It's yeah. a great guitar song. Sleeps, puts you to sleep. <laughs> Boring, predictable. But I, it, 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 it uh, fell off my list at the last minute. Good. Fuck that. All right. That's my number five is Eruption from, from Van Halen. All right. So my number five uh, is Smashing Pumpkins. a song called Soma. And if you want to- I can't- Fast forward- Believe that you put a Smashing Pumpkins song on this <laughs> fucking list. Because maybe I'm just- uh, incorrect about 
um, this, but I don't think of them as like a guitar-y band. Oh, yeah. Super guitar. Especially early stuff is very guitar-y. Um, so it's on Siamese Dream, so it's very, it's like their second album. I do like that album. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I must, I'm going to recognize the song when I get there, I'm sure. It's like the big, long, epic song. So it's four minutes and 24 seconds into the song. You're almost there. I'll get Whoa, there. you oh, just passed oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. So, so Track seven. Okay. And where is it? Four minutes and 24 seconds. So um, I'll let it play for a moment, but one of my favorite things about it is um, there's moments where he like lets the guitar go and it the feedback note that he gets is like part of the solo in this way that he has this control and mastery over the instrument that is, you know, that I still am not able to pull off. It's, it really, really gets me. And there's some, you know, great shredding in there too. So hit it. All right. Punch it, Chewy. So good. <laughs> there comes Billy Corgan. <laughs> His idea for the record was to sing really softly over heavy songs and sing really loud over quiet songs. So like like in Disarm, he's like screaming. But in, <laughs> but in Soma, he's like whispering. I make it fun of him, but I do like his voice. <laughs> <laughs> but... That's a ripping guitar solo. It's okay. It's okay. It's for ripping. It's and, okay, ripping. And when he when that feedback note hits, like it's so perfectly in the solo, uh, and it's like how did he, how did he hit that note? It's it's really something. You know what I'm not so um, such a fan of personally is um like the tone of that. Yeah, so I don't like the super like the, fuzzy, explodey. Like just like the you know the neck pickup, um, super warm. Yeah. It's too warm for me. Yeah, he's using a uh, MXR Distortion Two into a Big Muff into an '80s Marshall with his like uh, <laughs> that's turned away from the microphone and covered in a blanket. <laughs> Fifty-seven Strat, um, and yeah, it's 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 like the stacking of the pedals that like gives it that like kind of explode like almost square wavy. Yeah, sound. yeah. I, I I need a little. I need more treble in there. My other. I've got some trebly ones. So yeah, <laughs> okay. that's my number five. All right, Soma. I do remember that song. I did have that album. I had it on cassette. Really? Yes. I've never owned it on cassette. I've owned- You're not a real fan. Three copies on CD and two copies on vinyl. But- But never on cassette. Never on cassette. Yeah. If I had it, I'd give it to you. Oh, man. But I don't. So I won't. So I, you can't get shit. <laughs> um, all right. With your number four. My number four is another- from another artist that got shit on quite a bit in the Fun Butts overrated band um, to, uh, to, uh, to, to, for me. I, I like this band, but I get it, uh, kind of. I won't defend them to the point of uh, Van, Halen. Van Halen. Well, to be fair, I was defending Van Halen versus Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so that's why I got so involved. Um, but my number four is a guitar solo from November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Okay. I hate 
Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I hate Axl Rose. I love this guitar solo. It's, this is a great guitar solo. It's and just this- like him in the field with that Les Paul. Oh, that video is great. And and the guitar solo is, is so good. And to your point earlier of what it does to the song, um, it it's a huge buildup. And it's just like, and I like Guns N' Roses. I don't mind Axl Rose. I get he's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but I like the band. I liked what they did at the time. I think... So one thing for me, as far as music goes, I really like unique sounds. No one sounded like Guns N' Roses for a few reasons. One being Axl Rose's voice, yep. and the other one being Slash's guitar playing. Um, and I I like that. I always like that. Every a lot of the stuff I listen to is very unique in that. If I hear it in a mesh of that genre, I'll always be able to pick out who that band is. Um, so. So Marshall through a silver jubilee, I believe, on this record. <laughs> sure, I'm more concerned of how to play the song. <laughs> I'm sorry, let's Paul through the Marshall silver jubilee. Yeah, and then get it right. Van Halen's was uh, his his fifty one fifty. No, so this is eruption. So it's for his first record. So he's using uh, a Marshall J, um, not the JMP, but the a Plexi modded so it was at less wattage, so it distorted at a lower volume, and then his like custom made Frankenstein guitar. I don't get why. Uh, I mean, it's cool that people do that, and I understand because I do that with other things. But for me, I was just like, just let me play the fucking guitar. <laughs> I just <laughs> well, want, as long as you do whatever in, the fuck you want. In the early '80s, there was no guitar that was just a simple Strat style guitar with a humbucker and a Floyd Rose. Like he invented that style. Yeah. Right? And then afterwards, like you can just grab a regular Ibanez that does that. But at the time, he just had to build it. Yeah. Man, Ibanez is cool. <laughs> I love Ibanez. <laughs> but that's what, the, you know, they took like, okay, Van Halen does this thing and like, let's make real guitars out of this Van Halen thing. Right. I've got to be honest, I don't know where this fucking solo is in the song. I should have. late in the song. I should have done what Matt did and they picked out the, uh, picked out the moments where they are, but I can find it. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I do like this song. Rain. Oh, here it is. It's coming yeah. up here. It's got this sick buildup. Oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> the cat being killed in the back. But it's just fucking, it's very heavy, it's very emotionally driven, and it just adds that fucking, what was missing. You could sing this solo. Like, That's why I like Slash. immediately recognizable. He has a very vocal-esque guitar style. Um, and yeah, his, his guitar sings is the best way I can describe it. And he's a fucking cool dude. <laughs> he's got a cool gimmick. Also, I never understood why, like, ladies fond over him. Have you ever seen him without his hat and his face? I've never seen his face. He's a no. fucking a cutie. <laughs> he's a straight up cute guy. He's like a fuck. he's like heartthrob level. Wow. I gotta find a picture of him because I remember when I saw that and I was like, oh, this makes sense why everyone wanted to F his, F his butt. <laughs> That's what women want to do? F guys' butts? Pretty sure. Slash F no, and butt. No hat. No hat. Slash no hat. <laughs> Um. Okay, let's look for a young slash with no hat because all guys <laughs> is like 
fat versions of him. <laughs> fat old man Slash. Yeah, let's like let's look at Slash Heyday, please. Maybe he, you know, he just he realized that he was getting old and he's like, Oh man, I gotta do something so oh, Okay, that... here we go. Oh yeah. Not yeah. a bad looking dude. No, nah, he's like he's, he's got good a, shape. Yeah, good shape. He's got a little uh oh, you know what I think I've seen that that one with the hat there. What about this one? Ooh. Oh boy. This Ooh. is the one that came up when I looked for it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, he's just like he's like a model. He's got that cool ladies hair. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Even I'm attracted to him. It's fucking sl- it's fit, <laughs> it's tan. Jeez. Got the guitar strung low. Yeah, he's ripping it up. It's got the hair. It's got the whole thing. Good for him. I'm bald and fat. <laughs> um yeah, that's my number four, November Rain. Wee! Okay, so I don't think you're into my number four. Probably not. You uh, picked it. But uh, it's one of my favorite pieces of guitar work ever. God, I can't wait to rip on this. Uh, so it's Hendrix, and it's Machine Gun. Yeah, I think he's a bit overrated, to be honest, but sure. <laughs> I, I wrote Hendrix. <laughs> That's close enough. Machine Gun? Machine Gun. Well, maybe maybe I'll hear something I haven't heard before. Maybe. So it's... Uh, there it is. That's live with the Fillmore. Is that, all his shit live? So Machine Gun only exists live. Um, and I don't know if that's... The, so there's like the Band of Gypsies album version. And then after he died, they released the whole... the the Because the Band of Gypsies album was from two performances put together. And then after he died, they released both of the performances separately. Um, okay. So keep going down to the like Band of Gypsies version. Jesus Before Christ. Before Woodstock, I think... Jesus crossed before South Center. Before that, I think it's right before this. We're almost there. Are they, wow, let me ask you a question. Here we go, Band of Gypsies. Here's Machine. a question. Are yeah. all these albums just the same couple songs, just different? No, because like when he he it's he's really has like the three albums and then he did a bunch of like blues stuff and other kind of weird stuff and this Band of Gypsies stuff that never got like actually recorded and released as an album, but has been released posthumously and live versions and stuff like that. But it's really you're thinking the three albums plus Band of Gypsies. Uh, so Machine Gun's what you want. It's crazy long. The whole thing is basically a guitar solo. Um, there's a moment at, um, look at my notes here, at four minutes and 30 seconds that I was listening to last night. I was like, Jesus, this is fucking wild. Four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Coming right up, right here on the top. Five. Uh, what the fuck? I can't do it. <laughs> there, my that's hand. close enough. No. There we go. God, all all the sound just makes me think I'm just like I'm fucking waiting for the band I want to play to come on. <laughs> so it's like I don't know how he keeps that strat in tune, nailing at the whammy bar like that in 1969. Was it 1970? I think this album is probably um, not in tune. He's probably just <laughs> correcting just it on his bends. <laughs> Maybe, which would be very impressive. <laughs> um, he's just he's just you know, and it's funny because I 
you're you're the Osmondist guy. You love your Floyd Rose, and uh, but I really don't. I, I I play Les Pauls traditionally. Pussy. Uh, yeah, I play like a real heavy man's guitar, actually. <laughs> a yeah, heavy Les, man's guitar. Les Paul. Not, I need the neck to be extra thick not because these, like, I can't weigh Not these skinny, wimpy guitars. Like, uh, I have an They're ex- streamlined for speed. <laughs> They're streamlined for speed, Matt. Um, Wizard two neck. But I'm not, I, I don't, I don't really love playing with a whammy bar, uh, but I love guitar solos with whammy bars. <laughs> so this is Do a Do you great own example. any guitars that have a floating bridge? Uh, so I have a jazz master. Um, that has a floating bridge, and yeah, that's it. Just my chess master. I, I mean, every once in a while, I've been. If, I'll put it this way: if, if I get one of these new jobs, your daddy's gonna get some new toys. I'll tell you that much <laughs> right now. Um, and I and I and I think I might get, I might get a Parker. You gonna get that Parker? I gotta get that Parker. I've never had a nice guitar in my life. Um, for someone who plays and rips it up, or used to anyway, I'd like to play on a nice guitar. <laughs> So other cool things about this song, just like quickly, uh, it's about Vietnam. There's moments. What, in, what the fuck? What part of that song was about Vietnam? It is about Vietnam. And um, there are moments in the song where like the drums and the guitar will switch off and do like machine gun sounds. Um, and then. Like a snare? Yeah. Yeah. Baka, like, baka, 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 baka. And then he'll, he'll like, uh, they'll, they'll do like a call and response with oh. that. Um, and that's really cool. Uh, the effect that he uses, it's like a great, the main riff of the song is a really great riff and it kind of popularized this like univibe rotary speaker effect in guitars that I like a lot that Pink Floyd used really well later on. And then um, uh, the lyrics are kind of cool about about the, you know, because there are like, you know, it's like a guitar solo. He'll sing for like 30 seconds and then a guitar solo and he'll sing for like 30 seconds. And that's stuff I solo. can't get into, man. I I went and saw Dream Theater once why um because i had a friend who was really into dream theater um and dream theater is like the singer will come out sing for like two minutes and then he'll walk off and then everyone in the band takes a solo and it was painful to watch but a really interesting thing is the crowd when they clapped they clapped more in time than any crowd i've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life um and i typically don't like that but hendrix like i don't know he's just just going crazy and like the fire behind his playing it's less about well he lit his guitar on fire i mean when he lit his guitar on fire, <laughs> it's a fire right there. i don't think he did it this show but t- typically he does um and his inventiveness in the set in you know the late 60s and 1970 which just sure blows me away man i love it sure fine i get it all jesus right. all right number three number three all right, number three is no way I was going to uh, do this list without mentioning my boys in Dragon Force. It's absolutely, it'd be criminals who have a a, a <laughs> top five list of guitar solos without mentioning Dragon Force, the fucking lunatics that they are. Um, I'm not going to pick Through the Fire and the Flames. I was going to ask you, that's the only one I know. That's the only one everybody knows. So, But the first Dragon Force song that I heard that I went, what the fuck is going on? Uh, was Fury of the Storm. Ever heard the, you ever heard of the song? I don't, you ever hear this? I don't think I have. You, heard, you seen this? You heard about you this? Seen this? Have you seen this? Um, so in, and when I listened to both solos, I, I stuck with Fury of the Storm because I think it is, um, I think it captures a little bit more of Dragon Force in the realm of that they uh, have this light funness to them um, all the time. So, but the song is Dragon Force. The whole thing rips uh, from front to back. There's no stopping it. It's Fear of the Storm. (laughs) 
you can't not have a band like this on the fucking thing. But let's get to the solo. Oh, actually, no, I want to wait for Because this is the first song I heard. So I'm listening to this. My mouth is, like, wide open. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I understand right here. <laughs> when that fucking operatic vocal came in, I went, oh. Got it. <laughs> I'm on board. All right, let's get to the solo. Uh, uh. So it's awesome. got a it's got a cool little no this fucking song rips but it's got a cool um, mid song break right here and a little fucking little hey 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 all the Japanese fans <laughs> <laughs> very Metallica oi, oi, oi. but like this whole fucking thing's like eight hours long but it's just like lead after lead and it's just that's what Dragon Force does you couldn't even really pick out where the solo is. Because the whole thing kind of is a solo all the time. But it's got such clean guitar playing and this cool stuff like this riff right here. Listen to these slides, ready? Right here. Right here. Oh, it's fucking so stupid. And then fucking all up and down. And just. And you can tell the difference between the two because one is very much more blues than the other. Uh, but then they just like launch into like these like breaks for the sake of doing them, and I love that. Right there. And like the whole band's like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> and then just fucking right back in. A blast beat behind it. And they're just like, how fast can we do this? Um, but then this is like a little bit more. This is like. It goes into like more of a traditional solo. This is still like the preamble. And it's like, I don't know, for me it's like, this is what I want to be able to do. I don't know why, I just love it. Um, but like I said, this is still all preamble because the solo is kind of like right here. I love this right there. And then the fucking, the off notes in the arpeggio. I love it. <laughs> the whole thing just fucking goes on. I guess I never got into this band because it just felt like video game music. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, am I playing Contra or am I listening to a band right now? Uh, you're living Contra <laughs> yeah. is what it is. And I'll, oh man, when I saw them live, I think I've, to I've told the story before, but I saw them live. I got to see them, their, their US debut. Their U.S. when 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 they broke and they kind of like blew up. Yeah, uh, they were still an overseas band. Right, uh, they were still new. They had not they had never played in the states before. I got to see them at their fucking U.S. debut, which luckily for us was at New England Metal Fest years ago, and they were second to last. They, I don't know why. You know who played last? You know who was like who played after Dragon Force and their fucking. At like the New England rise. Metal Fest in the early 2000s. I don't know. Was it like Kill Switch Engage? No, I mean, that would have made more Fall. sense. No, it was Iced Earth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. So Iced Earth, who's been around forever, um, they were the big headliner. But you'd never know that if you asked anyone in the crowd because it was, a f it was in fucking sane, the fucking energy in that whole building. Everyone, the place sold out. The whole place sold out. Worcester Palladium, whole place sold out. 
everybody had a Dragon Force shirt on. Um, in between songs of any other band that wasn't Dragon Force, all day. This is an all day event. All day, all you heard was Dragon Force. Dra-. Everybody, it was fucking stupid. <laughs> and then, and I bumped into somebody who was like a fucking cynic on Dragon Force. And like before Dragon Force played, they were like, "No, you gotta stay for Ice Earth. They're gonna make Dragon Force look fucking stupid." <laughs> Dragon Force came out to the best live show I might have ever seen in my fucking life. The play, it was just like a perfect storm of like everything that could have went right for that moment in time. Um, and then when they were done playing, everybody left. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, All including right, we me, but like in droves. Um, but it was incredible. Dragon Force, Fury of the Storm, that solo fucking rips, that whole song rips. I love it. Um, it is very high concept. I make it like, insp- <laughs> like I get fucking pumped on that song. Even like the lyrics, I was like, yeah, Fury of the Storm, let's fucking do it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I get fucking, uh, yeah. I have no idea what guitar and amp they use. It's got to be some kind of Ibanez. It's probably a computer <laughs> program. No one's really playing <laughs> <Yeah>. anything. <laughs> it's a synthesizer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's my number three is Dragon Force. All right. My number three, a guitar player that I think one of the most tragic losses, uh, guitar player that we lost very Oh, it might Way be too early. probably going to be my number two. Is it? It might be. Maybe not the same song, though. So with Randy Rhodes, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, not mine. Oh. Uh, all right. So it's Over the Mountain by Ozzy. <laughs> Over the Mountain. It's my favorite Randy Rhodes solo. <laughs> not that song. <laughs> yeah, it is that song. No, oh, well, you mean? <laughs> I was thinking Coming Down the Mountain by freaking uh, Perry Farrell or the fuck. <laughs> but it's like kind of the same Is melody. it Randy Rhodes or Ozzy Osbourne? It's Ozzy Osbourne, okay. but Randy's the guitarist. Uh, he and so you know he only ever He's, made two albums with with Ozzy and did, then died uh, right after. Did he just announce that he has Parkinson's? Yeah, Ozzy's got Parkinson's. Who could have could have guessed? <laughs> <laughs> He's not like he's been shaking for I thirty know. years. Like, uh, uh, he's got a new record out. I bet it's bad. No, I bet it's so produced on his voice. Oh yeah. Uh, so what album is it on? So that we're going all the way back to Diary of a Madman, his all second way solo back album. To Diary of a Madman. So we're talking eighty four, I think. Uh, I do like Ozzy. I do like. Uh, Have you seen Ozzy live? Yeah, oh, so good. I saw so Ozzy at, at an Ozfest uh, the last time Pantera played with them. Oh yeah, I was at that Ozfest. It was sick. So good. There it is, Diary of Madman over and mountain. The very first song, and the solo starts at two minutes and twenty nine seconds. I am a big Randy Rhodes fan, to be honest. He's unfucking believable. Two minutes and what? Twenty nine seconds. Uh, two minutes. There we go. It's quick. Oh, yeah, that song rips. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, He died in a plane crash? No, he was in a bus and a plane crashed into the bus. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> it was like two I mean, guys. Technically, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So two guys from the band, uh, like like the I think the bus driver or something was a pilot, and they were like parked somewhere sleeping, and uh, they were like, oh, let's let's take a joyride in this plane, and they took the plane, and they were flying over the bus just to like shake it up and wake up people, and then the last time crashed the plane into the bus. So what a, that's what happened? Yeah. 
What a fucking bunch of idiots. It's in, it's an insane freak accident, like so stupid. I, I One of my biggest pet peeves of my whole life is when somebody dies to an easily avoidable situation. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate that so much. Yeah. Ugh. I think maybe it was 82, actually, because I think it was right before I was born. So One of my go-to, one of my absolute go-to songs that I play if someone hands me an acoustic guitar is D. Oh, man. So fucking good. Yeah. He is, he was unbelievable, and we only got really two great records from him. Yeah. Uh, man, rest in peace, Randy. What does he use? The MXR? Yeah, so that would be... So in that one, he's using his Jackson uh, Randy Rhodes V. Jackson back then, huh? Yeah, he was like an early Jackson endorser, and he had them build him like the offset V Yeah, uh, with the Floyd Rose, probably polka dots, and yeah. then through an MXR Distortion Plus into a Marshall... Um, uh, plexi is marshall still good does anyone even play him anymore i feel like no one plays a mar when i when it was me it was like you got a marshall stack you got a marshall stack you got a marshall stack <laughs> nobody i don't mm-hmm. I, everyone no one plays that shit at all anymore everyone's fucking orange or some boutique shit blues lawyers play marshalls who blues lawyers that's so there's like a joke that there's like uh all of like the really expensive guitar stuff gets bought up by like rich lawyers who like the blues and just buy expensive stuff to have in their fancy houses, you oh. know, rather than like actually out and gigging with them. They don't make, they're, they're just, that's not their market anymore. It's like cool, you know, rock guitar players there. Huh. You know, they, they have like a, have a line that I think it's the JVM is their cu- current like cool line. But yeah, I haven't really liked a Marshall in a while, but I've got, I have an old, 70s jmp marshall that i like a lot and a marshall uh mid 70s eight by ten cabinet that i really dig but. why do you have an eight by ten because fucking wild oh jesus christ <laughs> i don't use it a lot but why would you it's fucking cool though i guess you put your fucking drink on it <laughs> all right am i up number two all right number two uh this is also someone who we lost very oh, sad. Oh, this might be my number two. This might be your number two? Yeah, I'm, because I'm just realizing my number two is someone that we lost. But we got a lot out of them. Not like Randy where we got two albums. We got a lot of really good stuff out of this one. That yes, we, we did. My We're definitely two. talking about the same person. Dimebag? Yeah. Yeah. D- uh, that's So I I have a goal in for myself uh, once my job thing settles down for a little personal goal for myself is when I learned how to play guitar, how I learned and I'm kind of giving away my shit right now, but that's okay. <laughs> How I learned um, is I learned Metallica. Yeah. Front to back, all, yeah. all of it. Um, I want to do the same thing with Pantera because I never learned enough Pantera that I wish I... Because I, you give me a guitar, if you fucking pick a song off of like those first four or five albums of Metallica, I'm going to know a lot of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like people are like, oh, Pantera. And like, I know riffs and I know this and that, but I don't know it like I know Metallica and I want to know it like I know Metallica. But the song I'm picking uh, for this, my- I hope it's not the same as my number two. I hope we get different ones because he deserves it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, why don't you go first? Because I can pick another one, baby. <laughs> no, no, you go first. I can pick another one too. All right. Uh, so my number two is uh, from uh, Cowboys from Hell. Oh, it's not mine. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, it's uh, domination. Domination, so fucking good. Domination. You got a song called Domination. I'm gonna cut that motherfucker in <laughs> half. <laughs> we'll see you break your neck in the air. <laughs> your film is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this song. You know what I've been doing recently is watching 
like people's reaction videos to like songs I like, like <laughs> domination and people like, I don't know, like uh, YouTube videos would be, you know, old hip hop head hears domination for first time. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let me watch that. <laughs> um, but man, this when, when the, so after like the intro finishes and the like drums kick in, it has that like crazy gated reverb sound. It's like the wildest drum sound. Oh yeah. Put this on. This is, man, this is a fucking the fucking double bass this song fucking rips if you don't like Pantera and if you don't like this song fuck you that's all I gotta say there but uh let's get to the solo Big snare. Get him Phil's voice. So good. Alright, let's get to the solo. Oh, that's pretty good. Because <laughs> here it is. I love the song so much. Lead guitar. Son of a bitch and bag. So clean. And this fucking here's the what makes it yeah. great. This riff up into this iconic breakdown before kids even knew what a fucking breakdown was. Here's the drums I was talking about. Oh, the reverse. Uh, yeah, the reverb ones. And you're like, oh, you think this is done? No! <laughs> We've got one more tasty lick for you. So fucking sick. Oh, God. Give me all of that all the time. <laughs> I fucking love Pantera. So my number two is I'm Broken. Yeah. The I'm Broken solo is for me. So it's 227. We got to do top five riffs because I, I'll just do all Pantera This has riffs. a great riff too, yeah. Even just the opening of the song is fucking... <laughs> I've never seen someone play this riff well. Because it's just so smooth the way he plays it. And every time I've seen someone try and play it, it's like choppy. I could do it. Maybe. Alright, what's the solo? 227. Fucking part here rules. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
I can't believe they're both dead. I know. Both. Uh, insane. <sighs> insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that song rips. Man. Moment of silence. <laughs> moment of fucking. Moment of silence, please, for those who never get a Uh Yeah. That solo rips. Every solo he does rips. And his. Like, he was just a. Fu- he was like a, a prodigy, more or less. Yeah. He got. I mean, this could be an urban legend, but I was always told that uh, at a young age. He was uh, barred from participating in guitar competitions at the age of 12 because he won My, so handedly. What I had read is that, yeah, he used to ent- go around Texas yep. entering guitar competitions, and that's when he first played the Dean that he's famous for, the ML, the dime guitar, is he won it in a guitar competition, and then <sighs> that became his guitar. That's so sick. I want a dime, I want a dime slime so bad. <laughs> I want like a real one, though. I don't want like a cheap one. I want a real yeah. fucking dime slime. I'd hang that up. That'd be so sick. <laughs> so sick, brother. Sick. Uh, all right, what's your... Wait, so your, my number one. Yeah, so clean house. Oh, if you like the show, support you. Go! Go to makefun.network. You can support you there. Also go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork uh, where you can support the show and any other show that's on the Make Fun Network there. Uh, the shows are free for you. They are not free to produce, especially Top 5 of Death. Um, and uh, it every... every Thing helps and at this point we are able to uh sustain and that's that's the most important thing so thank you so much for your support and if you want to help support the show go to patreon.com slash make fun network the live aspect of top five um i i think is going to be sooner rather than later i am just going to do it i'm not going i wanted to do it in like a very professional way i think i'm just gonna have to just it's gonna be like a learning process as we go but i wanted it to be like First episode, fucking wow! I can't believe the production value on this because that's that's my problem. That's how your brain works. That's how my brain works. But I'm just gonna say fuck it. I'll get a camera in here and uh, I'll set it up so we can just have some fun with the fun butts and do that. Yes, that is that. Now my number one, my number one guitar solo. <clears throat> I can't wait. Uh, this is a guitar solo that I heard as a child that made me want to play guitar. Wow! This is the one. This is the 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 whole song I love. Uh, when I would if I caught it at any moment on TV, I would stop what I was doing and watch the whole video. So it's Metallica's one. It's Metallica's one. Fuck yeah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's it's this whole everything about this was it, when I saw it and I heard that solo at the end with the drums behind it. It was it was done for me. I was I was hooked when I was a kid. My older brother played drums and he had a friend who played guitar who was obsessed with Metallica and he brought me to their like space where they would play and I was, I don't know, in fifth grade or something and I watched my brother and this guy play Metallica songs for like an hour and I was like, I need to learn how to play guitar. This is the (laughs) fucking coolest thing in the entire world. Yeah. And so he, this guy told me, he said, yeah, I'll teach you how to play guitar if you say every hour on the hour, guitar is life. Hail Kirk. <laughs> That's and, fucking sick. And I was like, all right, doing it. And uh, and his nickname was Kirk because he was so obsessed with Kirk Hammett and his guitar. Yeah. Kirk Hammett's amazing guitar player. Um, and I love him. I love everything that he does. I Did you go to, um, do you remember a little while ago, they had the uh, horror movie uh, display at the Salem uh, Essex Museum. No, it was all it was Kirk Hammett's private collection of all his horror merchandise. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, a lot of movie posters and stuff like that. And he yeah. had a couple guitars there. Uh, he was there. I didn't go on that day because I didn't <laughs> hear about it. Um, 
but um, super cool. But yeah, so Metallica's one is an incredible song. And the solo, when I heard it, like I said, fucking nail in the coffin for me to <laughs> start to actually learn how to play uh, guitar. I don't hear any bass guitar. <laughs> Scoop in the mids. <laughs> So, I learned to play guitar because I wanted to play the solo so bad. Because I thought it was like the most flashy thing I'd ever heard. Here it is. Short and sweet. I really like, even though Nothing Else Matters is a power ballad, guitar solo and Nothing Else Matters is so good. Yeah. It start with that great double stop that it starts with. Let's go. Ah, fucking awesome. It's cool. It's a cool one. But yeah, it's my number one guitar solo. It, it, it will be forever. It will be forever. Um, so my number one, I think you'll really like. I better. If I don't, I'm going to throw you out of my house. Um, so, But the funny thing is, it's on a Michael Jackson song. It's not a Michael Jackson song? Is it by Eddie Van Halen? The beat it's solo by Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> That's your number one? That is the best Van Halen guitar solo. Okay. What about the hand fart solo on Eat It? <laughs> it's uh, two minutes and 49 seconds in. I haven't heard this in so long. I'm excited. Two minutes, 49 seconds? Yeah. So the Matt's number one is from a Michael Jackson song. All right, here we go. They had him recut the song so that he could only solo over just one chord. So it just repeats this part during the solo. Michael Jackson rules too. Uh, wow, those are some good solos. Some good rip roaring solos. Yeah, man. And um, no way, shape, or form was I allowed to play any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so far so good. <laughs> I was waiting for the fucking hammer to fall on me one day. No, lose my house. No, this give me a, this make me take it down. <laughs> it's That's just it. guitar solo. It's yeah, to whatever. And even if they did say something, be like, dude, whatever. Fucking, you come to my house, you take it down, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that was our list. Now let's go to you, the fun butts. If you want to participate and submit your list for these things, 
Uh, you can go to makefun.network, become a fun butt, and that's where we'll read your suggestions. So let's see here. Let's see here. Hmm, not a lot of comments. Not a lot of comments. People don't know their guitar solos. They don't like guitar solos. Uh, Joey numbers November Rain five times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's on my list, baby boy. Eric Olson, number five. Hoffa teacher. This man knows his shit. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, I do. They have, they have some good stuff. Stairway, Stairway to Heaven. Go something. fuck yourself. One, you're back on my team. <laughs> Freebird. Yeah, Freebird. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty iconic solo. Um, Honorable mention, Johnny Be Good. I like the Johnny Be Good. Matt Reynolds, Ingve uh, Malmsteen. Now your ships are burned. Do you really listen to Ingve Malmsteen? Because I do, only for like a minute. And then I'm like, <laughs> I can't listen to this anymore. Uh, Jimi Hendrix slash Band of Gypsies. Band of Gypsies. Me- message of Love. Uh, Billy Zoom, uh, X slash X Devil Doll. Dub- no idea. I have no idea who that is. Number two, Steve Vai, The Black Page. Number one, Frank Zappa, Watermelon and Easter Hay. I don't know why that's... The the phrase watermelon in Easter hay is so Frank Zappa. It's just it makes me I feel like my whole house just warmed up. I don't know why. <laughs> uh Dave Howard trapped trapped under ice Metallica. That's a good one. Painkiller. That they didn't play when they were the only band to play in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> um Painkiller, Judas Priest, Megadeth, Tornado of Souls, Foreplay slash Longtime Boston, I like Eruption. That song a lot. Oh, Dave Howard. <laughs> I didn't read your numbers, but you can go fuck yourself. Uh, Mitch Mint, the freshness of the fun butt, and uh, son of a baker. That's what I'm going to call him now. Uh, number five, Freebird. Number four, Knights of Sidonia. Don't know what that is. Ah, uh, Cliffs of Dover. That's a good one. Uh, Eric Johnson. I believe so, yeah. Uh, number two, Sultans of Swing. That's a good one. No distortion. It's like a weird, <laughs> super clean strap, but it's good. Uh, number one, Black Magic Woman. I like that song a lot. Colin Perry, uh, prefacing this with these are just my personal favorites, not because of any technical proficiency, etc. BB King, the thrill is gone. The thrill is gone. Uh, Mike McCready, Pearl Jam, alive. That's a great solo, and he does it great live too. I, I was that was he a, does it great alive. Whoa. <laughs> you love this show. Uh, all right, number three, Mark Knopfler, Brothers in Arms. David Gilmore, Comfortably Numb, the that's, second solo. That's one of my honorable mentions that was very close to making the list. It's a good-ass fucking it song. Starts off with that pinch harmonic. The uh, Prince, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, George Harrison Tribute Concert. Okay. David Moan, number five, Riding Solo by Jason Derulo. Number four, When You Are Winning in a Limbo Competition Because You're Getting Solo. I don't get it. When you're winning a limbo competition because you're getting so low. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, number three, human baby born by Princess Leia, Ben Solo. Uh, number two, devilish carefree rogue Han Solo. And number one, half human, half Wookiee, secret love child of Han and Chewie, Chan Solo. <laughs> Didn't you have a list like that? I did. When Matt came in, I, I threatened to do my list was going to be solo cups, Han Solo, um, Hope Solo, Free Solo, and um, that old action movie Solo. Uh, Jake Pauly, number five, Sweet Child of Mine. That's good. Number four, Donnie California. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm not into it. <laughs> Jesus. Number three, All Along the Watchtower. That's a great solo. Number two, Eruption. And number one, Stairway. Stairway's a great solo. <laughs> People just fucking. Put poke, that solo on, man. Poking my ass. No, I'm not fucking giving the guy the time of day. 
with my luck, he'll be the only person to fucking complain. Yeah, he definitely would be. <laughs> Don't play my music. Have you heard me play a bow across guitar strings? It's at five minutes and 55 seconds. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Um, they were mostly just other songs from the people I mentioned. Know Your Enemy by Raging Against the Machine. Tom Morello's best solo. Tom Morello. Get him out of my face. Do you know face. that solo? No. Put, the, put that on. All right. Three minutes and 15 seconds in. All right. Know Your Enemy. Know Your... There it is. Here we go. What, how was it at? 3.15. 3.15. Almost stone cold time. <laughs> Almost. But not quite. Love that solo. It's pretty cool. Because it's still him while also being like kind of shreddy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, that does it. Matt, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Chief. Uh, We'll be back next week uh, with who? Uh, No, probably Matt. (laughs) Probably just be the show from now on. Uh, But we'll see. Uh, Until then, smell you later.